And welcome back to the show. This is Christine with The Hair Affair. And today I'm introducing something a little bit different than what you've been hearing already. Uh, I have been working with a group of guys that are also podcasters, and they are launching a network come this next Saturday on October 7th. And I've been, I've had the pleasure of working with them and I will be lending some content, if you want to say, to their network. But they they have an episode that's called Crosstalk where the three of them get together possibly with another guest on their show. And this specific one, they were talking about the network that they're getting ready to launch and they asked me to be part of it. So I just thought that I would go ahead and play the entire Crosstalk episode for you so you can understand what I'm working with and the cats I have to herd. But also um, maybe hopefully get to see you also at the launch party on October 7th. That's going to be in Sheridan, Wyoming, held at the Eagles on Commercial Lane. And it would be great to see some of my people there. I will be there running around trying to keep people online and uh, making sure that things are going in order. So here is the episode from Crosstalk Live, and and I hope that you have a great laugh from it. I had fun with these guys. It's Crosstalk Live. Welcome to another installment of Crosstalk Live, brought to you by the Independence Network. I'm your host for this evening, David Iverson. With me, of course, I have the venerable Representative Ken Pendergraft. Venerable. Ven- where's where's my little dictionary? i got to look that up. Yeah, there's a big one over behind you somewhere. And then, of course, we have Joey Carrenti from his podcast, Just Blame Joey. Well, good evening, gentlemen, and it's a pleasure to be here with you once again. Ken is venerable. And with what I'm experiencing on the feedback from my first series of shows, I might be vulnerable. We're you might start be. The <laughs> blame Joey Legal Fund sooner than we thought. And we've also got a special guest with us today, um, the lovely Christine Sturdivant from The Hair Affair. Welcome to the show, Christine. Well, thank you, guys. And I am feeling super vulnerable right now being here with the three of you. Lord only knows oh, what's going Lord. to happen. I'm scared. You're scared? I'm scared. Better scared than scarred. So the topic for tonight, uh, we just launched, well, we didn't launch the network yet. That's on October 7th, but we just announced everything today. I'd just like to go around the table and um, have everybody explain what their show is going to be about, uh, their vision for their contribution to the network. I'll go first, since I guess I'm sitting in the hot seat. Cowboy state politics uh, really isn't going to change all that much. It's going to be the same content that you're used to. The Thursday program will still be at the same time, though the change is going to be, it's going to start out being two hours long. We'll start out with one show a week, and pretty soon I'll expand it to two days a week. So that might be, I don't know, Tuesday and Thursday. It might be Monday and Thursday. I don't know. I haven't figured that part out yet, but it's going to be very much the same. And then in the evening, um, I'm developing some sort of like uh, old-time radio with David. I've got a collection of old-time radio programs, most of them from the early days of radio, you know, like The Lone Ranger and Sherlock Holmes and The Shadow and... Fibber McGee. 
I'd probably throw one of those Bring in there man. too. You know, um, just just some old time radio, nostalgic radio programs. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about the program, who starred in it, when it aired, uh, some of the, the radio history behind it, and then we're going to listen to it. So it's just going to be kind of like a fun evening program, something totally different than Cowboy State Politics. Joey, go for it. Uh, thank you, David. Uh, just Blame Joey is going to establish itself as that cantankerous commentary based on uh, a concept I came up with called political, social, and civic entertainment backed up by truth and data. So the stories you've heard so far, the episodes you've heard so far, are going to continue in their content and that principle, but I, I guarantee you the production value is going to go way up. Uh, I'm not looking to challenge or surpass either of my my counterparts here, but I definitely want to try to catch up with them because there is a certain level of technical skill that comes with producing these kinds of things. Uh, in addition to that, I'm looking to add a bunch of shorts. I've already announced that we're going to be doing the U.S. Constitution in 15 minutes a day. Um, there's a series of Joey's Life Rules that I follow, and I finally started to write them down. I want to delve into those with some of you. So we'll have a lot of 15-minute spots. I'd like to provide full content at least twice a week, and I'm going to try to mirror opposite of David Iverson's schedule there. So if he brings you something big regularly on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to try to jump in either Monday and Wednesday or Monday and Friday. So you always have something fresh to listen to, whether it's it's him or me. And then um, beyond that, in my off days, I think I'll like to come in and do some live DJing, bring you some music based on a, a theme or a series of songs that have a connection and get back to my roots. I am a DJ by trade. So we're, we're looking to have a lot of fun with it. And the real interest I have is legitimate feedback from the people based on what they're hearing and what they're interested in hearing. And once I start to see some commonality between the comments, compliments, and obvious complaints that I'll be getting. I'll, I'll try to gear my show towards what you're all looking for and the time on the network for that. Other than that, I hope to be developing some outside talent. Uh, we have Christine with us here tonight. Uh, things that aren't political, things that aren't social, they're, they're based on a focused issue or topic. And uh, I think that's going to be terribly important, but we're going to bring you diversity across the network that isn't the standard term that the lefties like to use for diversity. And that's what I'm really interested in doing. And I promise you, you're going to hear a lot of terms, a lot of vocabulary that's commonly used across the shows and the network. And within a year, I will develop for you with my counterparts here, a dictionary of the Independence Network. So when we say something, you know what we mean when we're saying it because words have meaning. And that's the thing I'm going to focus on. Words mean things, man. Words mean things. And you're going to know what we mean when we say, and we're all going to agree, and we're going to, we're going to put that out to you. So it really is geared towards bringing your voices forward, making sure you can find a seat at the right table because it's not our job to fight for you all the time. But we will be working on finding that table that has the seat that you need to sit at. And I look forward to doing my part in that. And with that, I feel very honored to be able to hand it off to the, the king of, of self-deprecating operations here. None of us risks more doing this than Representative Ken Pendergraph with the Ramble Room. Well, hold on. Hold on just a second. We're going to do something entirely different here. Thank you, though, for that attempt. That was great. We do have something entirely, completely different show for you. Um, not politics related, though it might be Christine's show, uh, The Hair Affair. I hear it's not all about the hair. It is not all about the hair. And you know, I find it really interesting that Joey states that it's a non-political show, possibly. But 
you might be surprised how much political talk actually happens inside the salon. And it's kind of a rule that we're not supposed to talk politics, but it happens. Well, that's one of those things that, I mean, that's people always want to talk about it. So so tell us about your show. Okay. Well, my show is, it is called The Hair Affair. And it's not always about the hair, meaning that what happens in the salon is more than just talk about the trends and the colors and the fashion and, you know, make me look pretty. But in my case, as a hairstylist, you build relationships and you get to know people and there's some funny times and there's some really sad times and there's a lot that really goes on and it can be happening about, well, you know, hey, did you hear about so-and-so that was an accident? They're doing a fundraiser for him. Do you think you can help spread the word or whatnot? It just, it's a community in itself. And that's my idea is just to bring the community together for stylists and non-stylists across the airwaves, I suppose you want to call it. Interwebs. Interwebs, okay. And just connect everybody in that way and just share stories or, you know, I can, I'll be sharing some product hot tips or talk about trends. I mean, there will be hair talk for sure, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking more to empower people in their gifts whatever that is. And I don't know, just encourage. Well, now I've had the pleasure of listening. Well, I've had the pleasure of listening to all of Christine's episodes, but the one you did the other day, uh, yesterday, absolutely fantastic. I mean, all the way straight through and there wasn't a single thing that I would change on it. And if you've ever listened to my program, which you have, I'm pretty picky when it comes to like post editing, getting rid of ums and errs. And the show you did yesterday was fantastic. And of course, I'm the only one that's had the pleasure of listening to it. But my point in bringing that up is that there's a whole bunch of talent that's not being heard. There's a whole bunch of voices that have a lot to say. But because the media is what it is, those voices are stifled. They don't even have a chance of being heard. And that's one of the big reasons we're doing this is to bring voices that the corporatized Wyoming media is not going to allow on the airwaves. And a big reason for that is that you get lied to a lot. And, you know, on this network, um, you're not going to be lied to. And one of the one of the people, the types of people that um, you definitely don't want lying to you is your hairstylist. I've heard you say a lot that, you know, you're not just somebody's stylist. You know, sometimes you're... Therapist. Yeah, a therapist, a friend. They're, sometimes you don't even say anything, right? Right. And a yeah. great example of that just happened when Christine called me out immediately. We're not going to wait. And even as friends and cohorts in this, give each other a whole lot of space. When we see something and hear something, we're going to say something. Christine did. And the reason I said her show's not going to be political is... I don't know. I don't spend a whole lot of time in a hair salon, even though I am a classically trained barber and I know exactly what happens in a barbershop and it is terribly social and political. Just recently I had an experience where I walked into the local barbershop in Sheridan with Ken Pendergraft and it immediately turned political and just very light <laughs> political talk drove a current, even if it may be temporary, county commissioner from Sheridan out of there. Before so, he got his hair cut, he suddenly had another appointment. Yeah, two two things happened there. You know, one of our, our contributors immediately said that might not be correct and, and don't speak for me. And that's the kind of strength we're looking for. And at the same time, I didn't speak for a situation I wasn't totally aware of, even though I have experience in a related industry. I don't know what happens in hair salons. So I assumed that, hey, that's going to be their own thing. And I'm glad Christine explained it so clearly and 
you know, had the backbone, which is something we're going to be looking for a lot of on the network to say, hey, we're still friends. You just might not have been right about that. Good on you, sister. Hey, thank you about that. So, yeah, you guys, you know, you you're an interesting group of men. Let me tell you, you know, a month ago, this was not even on my path. And I come home from training and you guys have this network idea. And David says, you're going to be on the podcast. And I said, excuse me. I'm doing a what? So here I am, and I'm excited about it. And I have a little secret that maybe I'll share with all of you. I don't know. Do you want to hear it? Absolutely. What's it going to cost? Let me think on that one for you. Okay. You've already worked hard for me, so. (laughs) Well, maybe this will not cost you a thing. But So I have come to the decision that I am going to launch on October 1st. And... I will definitely for sure have what I call a stylist Sunday. So that will be more stylist talk, but it can, anybody can listen, of course. So anyways, just thought I would share that. Cool. That's exciting. And a a date. Well, I'm always excited to get a date with you. Of course. All right. As Joey said, nobody has as much to lose in this whole endeavor as Representative Ken Pendergraft. So Ken, take it away. All right. So this is... This internet radio thing has been an idea of mine. Joey and I have talked about it for a couple of years, kicking things around, and pretty excited to see it come to fruition. It's, it's about time, a lot of folks would say. Long-time listeners to the Ramble Room, and we'll get to that show and what's going to happen there in just a minute. They will remember, first of all, my daughter Sarah and her husband Joe, and they have a rather comedic streak And they're working on being able to do some little comedic dialogue shorts that'll just kind of be sprinkled in in various places throughout the week. And I look forward to that. We've got several of them down already, and they're they're pretty good. Also, listeners to the Ramble Room will remember my wife, Diane, and most of you pretty fondly. I think she was a lot of people's favorite. She and a friend of hers in another state, and I'm not going to say what state Sarah's from because I can't remember right now and I'll probably get it wrong. They have started up a podcast, and within six months, they had 40,000 downloads. Um, this That's is, pretty good. It is. It is. It's called the Plumfield Moms, which is kind of an unusual name. Basically, what they do is review books, children's books especially, and they talk about homeschool issues and things like that, but not just for homeschoolers, but anybody that's interested in education will find that a benefit. So we're looking forward to putting them on the network. And then the Ramble Room has been, especially over the last year, and I apologize for that, has been a little bit scarce. I had a lot of things on my plate and haven't been able to do as many shows as I would like. But those of you that are old enough to remember, you used to have the nightly news. And the way that I see this network working is that David and Joey's shows are kind of that those constant news sources. They kind of get on cutting-edge things. They do investigative journalism. And then they used to do Sunday morning shows, Face the Nation or other such things. And we would just put together a panel and sit down and discuss some of what has gone on that week. Because I am a legislator, I, I do have certain boundaries that I can't cross, though sometimes I really wish I could. But it it gives me an opportunity to develop friendships and relationships with a number of other legislators. Most of them are conservative, but not necessarily all. 
but we'll be having them on on a regular basis. So you'll get to hear from a lot of them about the bills that they're working on or the ideas or other issues that are coming around. And the idea is just to have a little bit more of a laid back discussion. So you won't probably see the ramble room on a quite as frequent a basis as the others, but it's going to be a prolonged discussion, an in-depth discussion about issues to give people the time to do that. Very quickly, a couple of other things. Always been fascinated and enjoyed music. I've performed quite a bit myself. And I want to be able to share some of that music from local singer-songwriters, try to help them get a little bit more exposure and give you a chance to know who they are. And then finally, I am also a preacher, and I know several other preachers. And we're putting together some special programming for Sunday morning, which would involve some good gospel music. It would involve some preaching and teaching maybe some little devotional things, something that I think would be of interest. So that's there's a lot of stuff on our plates. Now, one of the things that I'm sure most people don't know about you, Ken, and I find this absolutely intriguing, but you make violins. And one of the violins that you made uh, was actually used in some big orchestra somewhere? It's, yeah, we call it Great White. It was never stained. A lot of times it puts a little bit of tint in the varnish. And this one was left white because I love the natural colors. Anyway, this thing's been played in the Wyoming Symphony Orchestra. It's been played in the Colorado Symphony Orchestra. It's been played in national championship fiddle competitions. And most recently, a lot of you know Cindy Barlow. Cindy and her friend Cece came over, and they sat out in our parlor, I guess you'd call it. And we recorded an album. And I hope to be able to share some of that. And some of the music was played on my fiddle. Some of it was played on a guitar, which I didn't make. Wow. So both Ken and Joey mentioned music. And that's going to be an integral part of the, the Independence Network. Because, frankly, it takes a crap load of content to be able to have a talk radio station 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it's going to take us a while to develop enough talent to just fill the space. So... A lot of the shows really are going to be music. Right now, we're uh, we're in the process of getting the licensing together so that we can pretty much play anything we want on the network. You know, I, I think that's going to be an exciting part of it because there's not a lot of independent programs like ours that have the ability to use music. I mean, I, I think it's going to be really exciting. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Well, as a DJ... You know, I love that aspect. And I think between our three podcasts, I'm the one that has or at least started with, you know, the music licensing on my podcast. That's and if you true. listen to the podcast, you'll hear that, you know, I wanted to bring music that people recognized. I understand the need for independent producers to you know, do it affordably, but I thought that was going to be a big component. There was going to be things I wanted to use to make sure people felt attached and ingratiated to the show. And I'm, I'm really glad we're doing that with the network because it's going to be an integral part because music is going to play a huge deal even if it's not music that people recognize we're you know with ken's plan we're already developing relationships with people that are going to help us bring unknown talent that needs exposure and we're willing to provide that platform but the other thing is even if ken or david's podcast starts bringing you you know music in their shows because they get the licensing themselves each of our podcasts and then our presence on the network, plus our other contributors, we're bringing you something different. And if you just take the three of us, Ken, David, and myself, 
you're looking at conversations that are happening in the same vein with a lot of agreement from different perspectives. And that's one of the things that we're going to continue to focus on is we're not going to change ourselves into parrots of each other. We all have our own skills and abilities and, and backgrounds. The thing I like to call the benefit of our lives experience that we're going to bring to it. And just to caveat on a few things Ken said that he said he's enjoyed developing great relationships on his shows with with people that he's gotten to bring in and and develop some friendships. One of the premises of my shows is I'm bringing you facts. And if you want a friend, go get a dog. I'm not running a donut shop here. So nothing you're getting from Just Blame Joey is going to be sugarcoated. But that doesn't mean Ken and I are in conflict just because we have different focuses on how we do things. Another thing that I think is uh, greatly different between what Ken brings and, and what I'm going to bring is something my mom has taught me for years. Uh, Ken said that he's a, he's a preacher. And as a preacher, and forgive me, Ken, I'm not speaking for you. This is my position. Preachers comfort the afflicted. I'm not a preacher, and I am here to afflict the comfortable. So we are going to do the same thing in different ways. And I'm sure David's got kind of a middle ground in between those things. Joey, it's nobody has ever, ever, ever <laughs> accused me of being in the middle of anything. I was thinking this very same thing. It is, it is interesting, though, and you make some very good points, Joey. We are all very different in our approaches, and yet our fundamental core values remain very similar, which is why we work together well. What do you think, Christine? Think this sounds like fun? <laughs> I think it sure sounds interesting because I know all three of you well. At least I'd like to say well. I thought it was a great idea from the beginning because you all come back to the same thing. You just, you know, have your own style and... You know, in my world, having your own style and your own method is is a good thing. I want to throw this out there, too. A lot of you are familiar with all three of us. I'm looking forward to you getting familiar with Diane and Sarah's podcast and also with Christine's. But there are some other folks out there that are doing some pretty good work. And we're looking at them. We're working on what might be possible. There are a lot of things that go into this to make it all work out. But I think you're going to see a number of podcasts join this over the next 6 to 12 months. And there's going to be a even more diversity, the good side of diversity, coming out on the Independence Network. So uh, I'm pretty pretty thrilled about it. Okay, one more thing we haven't talked about concerning the network. And then uh, this is crosstalk, so we do need to talk a little bit of politics before it's over. But we've got a launch party coming up on the 7th. It's going to be a fantastic show, and um, essentially what it's going to be is heavy hors d'oeuvres and an evening program, and the program will be three hours long, and the three of us will, we're going to split up the time, and then at the end, we're going to do another, a live crosstalk version. Filmed in front of a live studio live audience. Live studio <laughs> audience. Partially inebriated, probably. By then. <laughs> you better not be. Uh, so, uh, well, it's a cash bar, so that's really up to the audience. We always right. leave things to the decision of the people unless it's the appointment of a county commissioner replacement. Uh, very <laughs> true. So, so, Ken, do you want to tell us a little bit about your portion of the program, or you want to leave it a big surprise? Well, it's, it's no big surprise. What you will be able to see there is a production of The Ramble Room. I've got my guests lined up, but I'm going to let them be a surprise. A couple of legislators and some other prominent figures. It'll be an opportunity for us to come out and discuss some things. We may work it out to take a question or two from the audience. Probably we'd have that written down in advance or something. 
I think you'll just kind of enjoy being able to see how this process comes about with people from different backgrounds that pulled together and how do I put this? One mind by itself tends to get kind of boring. Not mine. Well, you have three or four minds. I was going to say, is that just one of you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, David has three or four minds. I he just does. have three or four voices in my one mind. So, yeah. we all, like I said, we all bring different I issues. Have, I only have one mind and one voice, but I have some friends that have, again, similar to what we have between the three of us, we have core values that are the same, but totally different approaches. All right, Joey, your turn. What do you got planned for everything? Well, I'm going to take the easy route and uh, go with something we've talked about before. And I'm going to bring some local to Sheridan guests to the stage. And we're going to talk about the way that uh, dynasties and perception of groups or, or families or multi-generational Wyomingism matters or doesn't matter. It's going to be real entertaining, especially if you're from the Sheridan area. And uh, we're going to do it largely unscripted. I've already contacted my guests and, and they're more than happy to participate and uh, I, I want it to be as real as possible. So I'm not going to give them my questions in advance and I'm not going to take questions from them in advance. We're going to do a very organic exchange. And I think ultimately, and I hope that I'm not speaking for you guys and you can speak for yourselves on this, that everything we're doing is leading towards the reason why we felt the need to create this network. And I know that my portion is definitely going to lead towards some questions and some revelations on what these guests have experienced, dealt with, and perceive, and why it was important for us to do it this way. So I'm just so excited. I, I don't know if we said it yet, but the kind of the Johnny Carson style interview show with a little bit of the Dean Martin variety hour, you know, we're going real old school with this. I think the biggest effort that collectively we've all four of us put in is finding the right chairs for the <laughs> for the stage setup because we wanted it to have this kind of feel and look to it. I'm but, still looking uh, for my Doc Severin coat. I got to have the right sport coat. Why don't you borrow one from Landon? <laughs> it's going to be wild and crazy <laughs> stuff. I tell you. All right. So my um, program. But, oh, I'm sorry, Joey. Go ahead and finish. No, um, I was going to say the only other thing that we're going to throw in there that hasn't been... Uh, really prepared yet is, uh, you know, there's going to be some, you know, I just said that I have multiple voices within one mind and that's my role within the network is to be that kind of crazy guy. And, and there are going to be uh, characters of satire that oh, will boy. be emerging within the just blame Joey portion. So if you happen to meet Joey Stugatz, he's going to be my, uh, my representative on a certain series of issues. And he's going to tell you how it is from the streets, you know, a little wisdom from a Wyoming wise guy. You might uh, enjoy that. Some of you might not. And then, you know, the traffic reports from Joey Novotny. I'm uh, coming to you from the bottom <laughs> of the bottle and uh, wondering why all these people are in my lane. <laughs> We're going to have Damn a different idiots. angle. Yeah, uh, because I've always believed and I, I believe we're all going to be in an event tomorrow from the uh, the originator of this phrase that when you wrap common sense in comedy, you can get through to more people. So yeah. that's really uh, what I'm going to try to help bring through the just blame Joey portion. And then, of course, we've got Cowboy State Politics, and the, the crown jewel of the podcasters realm across the 97,000 square miles of the Hi state above. of Wyoming. David Iverson. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'm, I'm actually very, very proud of the program that I've been able to put together. And we haven't even done it yet. Longtime listeners to Cowboy State Politics will remember... A couple of episodes I did that were entitled Escape from Communism. 
And I've always made a huge effort to bring you voices from people that literally did escape from communist countries. And one of them is a guy named Ovi Muntean. Um, he, he actually spent a lot of time in Wyoming, but uh, he's coming here. He'll be here in person. Oh. And I'm so excited to sit down and talk with him. Um, frankly, he's got some stories that I hope he's willing to share with the audience that uh, there are some very good reasons why you want to avoid everything surrounding the word socialism. And then the other gentleman I have, his name is Peter Vodenka, and he escaped from communist Czechoslovakia. And I'm telling you, to hear this guy talk about the American flag, it will bring tears, it will bring tears to your eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, he is absolutely amazing, and he's actually going to be on Weekend Update I've got I've already recorded an interview with him, so you'll you'll get to meet him ahead of time. But it's going to be a great discussion, and I hope that it's going to be one that will kind of go down in the record books of you know Wyoming media getting those two personalities together. It's an incredibly important discussion, simply because many people don't know this, but very recently the University of Wyoming paid for a guest speaker to come to campus and extol the virtues of socialism and communism. So this is not just an idea from Soviet Russia. This isn't just something that's from the Cold War. This is this is a prescient issue. There are people that are seriously talking about communism. And if you dig into the policies of some of our legislators, Ken could probably go on at length about this. It is a very real idea, and it's something that we should all be terrified about. So I'm very excited about my portion of the program. I'm really going to try to pull off the whole Johnny Carson thing. I've got a couple surprises in store. you have store. a cup full of pencils? Uh, well, you, you just stop ruining stuff for me. Oh. Now, one of, the, one of the stars of the October 7th launch event is Christine, and Christine's oh. kind of been put in charge of setting this whole thing up. However, if something goes wrong, just it's blame Joey's Joey. Name. Well, yeah. I mean, if something goes wrong, it's Joey's it's fault. Always, but, yeah. uh, so yeah, Christine, our, lo our logistics coordinator is not responsible. She's only dedicated to the process. Yeah. She's doing the work, and all of the failures go to just, just blame, blame Joey. Joey. <laughs> so what do you got planned for us, Christine? Well, I think it's going to be a fun night. I've got all kinds of exciting things, but a few of you are um, kind of stomping on my grounds here if I've been put in charge of logistics of this thing. I'm just saying. I know that... Well, don't wait for permission. Tell us. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> Okay. Well, no, it's going to be a great evening and there's going to be a live auction, I guess. From I thought it was going to be silent, but somebody changed it to live. Joey, darn you. See, he's already I getting the blame. Any suggestions or edits on the flyer and well, that can I'm, still be added. Who I just want to know who's going to be doing the auction then. Do we have an Well, here, here's here's what I suggest and, and people you are listening to this discussion happen live. I believe the individual show bundles we can do with the uh, silent auction but i do have one particular item that's very oh, special that i one. should be live auctioned and i'd be happy to run that auction myself so tell us about the venue okay so the venue is going to be at the big horn mountain eagles it's on commercial lane in sheridan and it's going to have a cash bar we're going to have some heavy hors d'oeuvres we will have a pie auction and I do believe with each of your baskets will be accompanied with your favorite pie. Ken, you still haven't told me what your favorite pie is. I First, I realized I needed to tell you what my favorite pie is. Do you, do you not read you, our we messages? We need you a secretary. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
December can't come soon <gasps> enough, so Ken oh, can retire and start exactly. his next career. Herding cats exactly. here. Independence Network. Herding cats. Oh, boy. Okay. No. So... <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I think, oh, 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 I think I forgot the most fun part of all of this. And this was half your idea, David, half mine. I think we both take responsibility for this one. But um, there will be a photo booth set up and we would love it if we can get some crazy fun pictures out of all of you. Does that mean that guests could get their photos taken with someone of their choice, which would obviously be you? (laughs) (laughs) That's not. That would be like a kissing booth. We're not doing a kissing booth. No, no. We have to remember the premise of what we're doing. And we're launching an internet radio station. And there's a main focus and a reason why we're doing it as an internet radio station. Yes. And it's not because of our principles, our beliefs, our processes, or even our talent and our ability. It's because the three of us have the faces for radio. So... Taking pictures with us will probably not be the focus. It'll be taking pictures of themselves. And what we're really looking for is people that are having a good time with an independence network banner behind them, taking pictures of themselves and then posting them to social media with our hashtags. Mm -hmm. If they want pictures with us, I'm sure that'll be fine. But those of us who have decided to do radio as a medium and the four of us having met each other realize the three of us don't belong in anybody's complimentary social media photos. Mm. One one aspect, though, is any one of us would make anybody else look great. You have me speechless. <laughs> I hope you're talking about me. Yes, yes, we are. Okay, good. I thought maybe it was Joey. We've pretty much covered the network. We've got uh, the launch event down, and we've got about 15 minutes left. Tickets. Where do you get tickets? Oh, yeah, tickets. All right, so uh, the website is independencenetwork.us. And that's going to be your source for tickets, for information about the event. And you can be expecting to see a flyer on there in the next day or so. Once we get the flyer finalized, we'll put that up there. And then, of course, the ticket site. And it is a ticketed event, frankly, because if you get something for free, you don't value it. And we're going to a great deal of effort to put this on. I mean, we're doing it because we're very, very proud of what we've created and um, we want to bring you a quality product. So it is It is going to be a ticketed event. It's going to be $50 a ticket. And then we've got some tables up front. They're going to be $500 a piece. So the VIP tables. And it's, uh, like I said, the whole event's going to be great. I'm excited to see all of you there on October the 7th at the Bighorn Mountain Eagles. Go for it, Joey. Wrap this one up. Thank you, David. Uh, the only thing I want to piggyback on that is the fact that you know David does point out a consideration that I think needs to be taken seriously. If you don't have something that you're paying for, you don't take it that seriously. But also, as much as we respect and love our guests and want these live audiences, this is going to be a semi-regular thing. We're going to try to do a live show quarterly with a studio audience. But please do realize that one thing I don't think any of us have mentioned about the Independence Network is that it's independently funded by the three of us. We don't have co-owners. We don't have corporate sponsors. We do not have grants and any of those outside taxpayer funded resources. Everything up to this point and through the launch party is is fully either out of pocket by us or sweat equity invested by us. So we're not asking you for money to make us rich. We're asking you to help believe in this concept the way we've believed in it and help improve it by making sure we have a comfortable funding source 
beneath us because we do have other talent we need to attract. We do have operational costs. And because these two fine, upstanding gentlemen has included me in their partnership, we are going to run into legal issues. I promise you. <laughs> so, Joey, that was actually very well said. And uh, forgive me if I sound surprised. I'm not. Your show is excellent. One of the things that, that I wanted to point out is we see all the time on other platforms, we see politicians, and I'm thinking specifically of the president of the Senate and the Speaker of the House, who take advantage of other platforms that are all too willing to let their voices be heard. And they go out and they say scathing things about others. We don't have that advantage. Those platforms are not for us. They ignore us. We, on the other hand, rose up and, as Joey pointed out, funded this ourselves. If I say something on my show, I built the platform. Along with you, the listener, and thank you very much for being faithful listeners. We have a lot of them. But I think that is more responsible. Absolutely it is. It's really frustrating at times to be able to get your message out there when the elite media is hell-bent on keeping you silent or on distorting your view. And we had to go to this resort to build our own platform from the ground up and pay for it ourselves in order to get the word out there. And I'll be damned if I'll let anybody take it away from me. Well, and first and foremost, I will offer that platform, at least my portion of it, too. I mean, honestly, we've had this on Mr. Iverson's show, and it's quite popular, and I believe the running count is going. But I will offer our platform anytime they're ready. The Speaker of the House and the President of the Senate have an open forum on our platform to come on anytime, speak with any of us or all of us together, and accept they're going to face what they face when they face the people who are self-funded. So Ogden Driscoll and Albert Summers, knock yourselves out or come knock us out. We leave the door open and we can do it remotely so those knockouts aren't physical, but... The Independence Network is not going to shun you. We openly welcome you, and you are our first official invitations for an interview. If you're wondering, uh, the running clock is, I'm pretty sure, 953 days since the first Redcoat was invited on Cowboy State politics and then didn't show up. The only reason why Landon Brown beat Liz Cheney is because we got rid of Liz Cheney and the clock stopped. Uh, fair enough. All right, that's kind of a good segue into the last segment I want to do tonight. That's the real reason why we launched the network. Now, we've given you a lot of them. All of them are valid. But there's one reason in particular that all of us finally said we're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. And that's because the media lies to you and they do it incessantly. And I know I was a little exuberant about this today. Uh, Christine can probably tell you a little bit more about that. But for the first time that I can remember, I don't ever remember seeing I've never seen it. This happened before. Uh, but and to their credit, and credit where credit is due, always, uh, the Cowboy State Daily printed a retraction because they misquoted me. And it's not just me that they did it to. They they've done it to Ken several times and a lot of other people. But I got them to actually print a retraction and correct mm -hmm. what they wrote. Um, like I say, that's the first time I've ever seen it. I'm sure news outlets have printed retractions before, but it's been, I mean, years since I've seen anything like that. But the reason I bring that up, people have to have an alternative in the media. They can't be just fed one side of the story the entire time. Absolutely. Ken, you and I went and picked up the chairs, and what did that nice, very nice lady say to you? 
She said she hasn't turned on the news or looked at a website in months simply because she was tired of being lied to. Yeah. And it's not that she can pick out any one particular lie, but people know truth when they hear it. And the fact is that the cow pie, a lot of the time, the Pravda on the plat, the Wyoming turkey vulture, that's not one I use very often, it's the Tribune Eagle, they continually lie to people. There's something that we do here on the Independence Network that if you happen to listen to David's live show or the rebroadcast of that, he pointed it out, we lead with our own mistakes. When and if I ever make a mistake, <laughs> we'll lead with it. You guys have faithfully done that when there was any, even if it's just a minor thing that is that is pretty slight. And as you pointed out very well, that builds confidence in the listener. They understand that they can trust who they're listening to. I've, I've been on the air for a week and a half, and I did that this morning. I've only had five shows, and one of them contained a very minor error that had nothing to do with the legitimate content of the story or either angle I was working it from, but it was an inaccurate fact, and I made sure, and I will be doing an update to elaborate on that error, that that happened, and then that's where the drawing of the legitimacy comes from, and I would challenge any of the Wyoming mainstream media, whether they're Wyoming Press Association affiliates radio stations, TV stations, or just small internet newspapers like the Cowboy State Daily and Wyofile, go ahead and post the documented data that you derive your stories from. I'm not asking you to reveal your sources. I don't want to see your handwritten notes based on your interviews with individuals. But have the intellectual curiosity and the journalistic curiosity to see if you can get anything official to back up what you're selling people. Because I guarantee you, not only do we believe it here, that it's important, all of our websites will contain it. Our network website will contain it. Any of the stories will have show notes. But even the federal government, who I believe the mainstream media is in main competition with to be the most corrupt and unbelievable organization on the planet, the federal government requires us to put nutrition facts on food so you know what crap you're eating. So I challenge the mainstream media Post your nutrition facts. We do it here. We lead with our mistakes. And we're not going to stop. Because the main thing is, we don't believe we're something we're not. And we don't expect you to respect us as something we can't prove that we are. So, just back it up. Do what we do. We do it on our own dime. Well, I think that about does it for today's program. Thanks for listening. Again, this is uh, Crosstalk. Special thanks to the very lovely Christine Sturdivant from the Hair Affair. Well, thank you very much for having me, and I will be back at some point. I, I have to say this, though. this this I think this is the first time I've been recorded in your studio, your Northern Command. It's very nice. It's very comfortable, and I'm very glad to be here and not have to worry about the buttons to push. Well, I guess it's my sign-off now. Well, I think Ken and I have a lot of work to do. The Plumfield Moms already have almost 45,000 downloads. And they only have 75 followers. And Ken and I combined would have to multiply our downloads by three to even get close. So this is not one of those girls or boys do it better. This is an equal playing field. And we don't need to catch up to the Plumfield moms there, Ken. We need to crank out some content so we can just stay ahead of Christine because you know she's bringing the content. <laughs> and in the Independence Network, it's going to be based on the talent and it's going to be based on the content. 
So we all have challenges here. We all have an equal playing field. And I'll tell you, we have work to do because we don't work for money. We're working for you, the people. This has been Crosstalk on the Independence Network. Thank you for sticking around and listening to that episode. I appreciate it. And I truly hope that I get to see you this Saturday, October 7th at the Eagles on Commercial Lane. Uh, drinks start at 4 and we go live at 6. And you can also get tickets to go to this show, which actually you do need tickets to enter. And to get the tickets, that's going to be at independencenetwork.us. And there's a link on there. To, to buy your tickets online. So make sure that you do that and make sure that you do it soon because there are limited seats and the tickets are going to be $50 a piece or you can get a VIP table which sits you right up on stage. Well, not on stage, but up close to stage there so that you can see these guys and all of the guests that they're going to have on the show, which will be a, a pretty exciting experience. And those tickets are going to be the VIP tickets. You, It's a table for eight for $500. So again, go to independencenetwork.us and follow the link to purchase your tickets. Thanks for listening. <laughs>